0: to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only
1: one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God.
0: Politics. Why
1: should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. Nerd! 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 I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it.
0: And enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't uh, let in on yet is that your test shows that you're
1: a genius. Please, your IQ scored right off the charts. There isn't even a classification for you It was so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too.
0: So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American Life and Times from a particular point of view.
1: 106 miles to Chicago We got a full tank of gas Half a pack of cigarettes It's dark And we're wearing sunglasses Lighten up Francis My lords My ladies And everybody else here Not sitting on a cushion Today Today You find yourselves equals For you are all Equally blessed For I have the pride the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights, a knight who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God, asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next! He amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. In Greece, he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only, sir. Dale.
0: Hello everyone, and once again, to from a particular point of view. I am Dale. Yes, my voice is a little bit raspy, I was a little bit ill this week, and it's taken some time to, um to bring my voice back, so I sound raspy, I know I sound bad, but believe you me, I feel much better than I sound. Anyway, uh, welcome to another episode. If you have questions, comments, responses, whatever, you know, uh, email me at watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Well, this episode here um, is kind of a conglomeration of... Of something that's really irritated me for a while, um, and yes, most of it's political or socio-political, take your pick. And um, it's pretty much about a, uh, a a soup of the hypocrisy of the left. I like to call this episode more or less, you know, it, it this is about the because um, you never ever hear about it, you never hear about it. The elephant in the room, the gorilla in the room, whatever, the girl in the corner, the elephant in the room, you know, gorilla, elephant, to take your pick. You know, it's like um, if you walk into a Trump rally and you see a a girl, multicolor hair, a rainbow shirt with a, a, a one of those pink knit hats on, um, she, you know, people are going to look at her kind of weird. It's like, what are you doing here? But you know, again, you know, she, maybe she agrees with Trump, but people go look at her, you know, strange. Or if you see a uh, a guy with an American flag shirt wearing a Trump hat, uh, you know, in a maybe a leftist or any, any kind of you know leftist group, he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Um, but you get the idea, pretty much. They might agree with some things or they may, you you may get the stereotype that they shouldn't agree with anything. Well, it's just, it's, it's the elephant in the room. Um, (laughs) And that is the hypocrisy of the left. Uh, It's, it's mind blowing to me. It really is. Um, You know, and uh, the media perpetrates it. It seem I know it's been going on for a while. I'm sure it has only, it hasn't been in the last few years. I've actually noticed it. And it's put a mark on my in my brain so to speak. Uh it, it seemed to go begin kind of like with um with these last two elections. You know, uh, Trump when Trump won, the progressives and left and democrats whatever screamed Russian interference. Um Russia is a um, you know, Trump is a puppet for Putin. I actually heard I think Nancy Pelosi say that um that no real American would no real American would actually support Trump. So everyone on the internet who likes Trump is actually either a Russian bot or a Russian spy. It's like, huh? Interesting. Okay. Um, no, not me. I, but I did support him, not from the very beginning. I think I've mentioned before, but I do, I, you know, I do support him, and I still do. But it's interesting that um, there was a time there where I followed the. I, I followed um, a lot of the hearings closely. And they had people up there asking questions about um, the the Trump thing, about, you know, did, did he really, you know, throw the election? Did he give, you know, the sell to Putin? Um, was there Russian interference? Is Trump really the president? And I thought it was fascinating how there is more proof of the Clinton interference with Russia than with Trump's interference with Russia. Every time I heard a, um, a hint of a leaning, you know, it's like one of the... Um, Senators or somebody, some Democrat would ask, you know, would ask uh, a, a person, uh, you know, being interviewed about something. And they would say, well, actually, Clinton, Clinton, uh, 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 I would rec- reclaim my time, reclaim my time, reclaim my time, or something like that. It's like, so they, they wouldn't, even, wouldn't even hear the other side. Pretty much, it was it was already, as I can understand, it was already a slam dunk case against Trump. And he still came out smelling like... Well, like roses, well, maybe not like roses, but you know he's not perfect. Anyway, so uh, there was so much garbage against against Clinton, but the Democrats covered it up. Hmm. Hypocrisy, go figure. Anyway, we'll continue on, and then now we have that allegedly Biden one. Um, again, in my honest opinion, from what I've seen and experienced and heard or whatever online and through articles and whatnot. Former Vice President Biden is not the president, no matter, you know, contrary to popular thought. Um, And from what the Democrats said was that it was the cleanest election ever in history. And Biden got more votes than even Obama did. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, granted, Obama did win. He won fair and square. Um, He was a very young, charismatic president, a good leader. But then again, so was Hitler. So (laughs) I like saying that's funny. It's funny, though, that um, that they the Democrats can spend four years investigating Trump after his win. But yet, if somebody on the right tries to investigate Biden in his alleged win, suddenly they're insurrectionists, they're right wing terrorists, you get the idea it to me it's just amazingly just um oh it's yeah anyway (laughs) and speaking of um inciting violence uh it kind of reminds me of um of uh, well i guess allegedly more or less proof i mean it's this way when uh, trump was was accused for inciting violence during january 6th Alleged insurrection, and I, I did do a podcast on it, so uh, I want to check that out. And uh, believe you me, on my podcast, it's called Insurrection Day. It is sarcastic. It is a funny name. it It seemed to, to fit with the their narrative, so to speak. No, it was not an insurrection, not even close to it. But you know, anyway. So this is what Ma- Maxine Waters said about trying to about trying to. Well, this is back when Trump was actually still in office about how to confront either Trump or somebody in his administration. This is what she said. If we can't protect
1: the children, we can't protect anybody. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them.
0: And you tell them they're not welcome. Now, if you see somebody at a gas station from that from that administration at a gas station uh anywhere anywhere you get out, you confront them, create a crowd, tell them they're not welcome. That's insurrection right there isn't it? you're inciting them people to do to make them feel unwelcome. You're not welcome here, get out of here. we don't like you. That's pure and simple that's that's it that's hypocrisy that's just yeah, however. And we hear this from President Trump. And to my knowledge, or to my opinion, he'd still be President Trump. But of course, anyway, here's here's what Trump said.
1: But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this
0: there we go. We need peace, law and order, go home, go home peacefully. But of course the, um, the media doesn't see it that way. They like, they always do not saying that, not saying that, um, right leading news sources, if there really are any, <laughs> um, don't do the same thing. However, it's proof that yes, the media has and still do cherry pick their little sweet little morsels to further agenda. And, um, this isn't any different. So um, anyway, so we know that the the, uh, the right does entice. They do excite their fan base to get them to do things um, like, uh, well, like BLM and Antifa. We'll get more of that here in a few minutes. But um, recently, um, <laughs> recently, Whoopi Goldberg was suspended for two weeks from her show um, for saying something about the Holocaust. Uh, allegedly, she said that, um, well, I she did say that what happened during the Holocaust was not racist. And I, I my first thought was, was, how can she say that? Of course it was racist. Of course it was. But then um, I think I mentioned about this last week. I think I'm not sure. I mentioned to somebody and it, it came to... It came to my uh, idea, or my actually, I heard about this. Um, I think on the on the, the Shapiro show, where it kind of made me go, "Oh, I see now." Okay, because in a matter of speaking, in her mind, in her sick little twisted mind, now Whoopi, I like her acting. Um, she's done some really good movies. Uh, I loved her in *Guinan* in *Star Trek*. She did a really good job with his movies. She's a good actress. However, she should keep her personal life to heck to herself, because nobody wants to hear it. At least no decent, logical-thinking person. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, apparently, again, she said that, um, that no, it was not about race. It was just about people wanting to hurt people in the Holocaust. Well, I guess you got that reason, because somebody, there's a group that came out that decided to change the law, or the the uh, change the meaning of the term racist. Now, it used to be the term uh, racist was the the meaning of a one-person or group of people who think they are better than others or they think that um they are or think that they are better than others or everybody else is below them either way take your pick seesaw type thing and that is racism i mean i don't think i'm better than anybody else but if i did no matter what skin color no matter what anything yeah that would be um, that would make me racist but you know of course that's not how it is however because uh, and this other group here um, they changed the meaning to change it from um, if you are think yourself above or you know or think everybody else is below you they changed that to if you are against c- people of color then you're racist so in her mind of thinking at that particular point because the Jews were all, you know, most of them, I believe were white, and all the Germans, at least the you know, at least the Nazis were all white. Of course, that means there was no racism, no no racism at all. So apparently, she didn't look at the Jews as as race. Although I do believe, and even in the Bible, it does. I think, but um, it's that is one particular part there that is a little bit fuzzy with me. Is that how being a Jew is? I guess both. A religious group, of course, but also a people a different race. I'm not sure how it goes, but I guess that's maybe how she saw it. Anyway, the interesting thing about that is after she said that, she got herself in some hot water and she got suspended. Now, the funny thing about that is (laughs) um, Sharon Osbourne uh, got fired from her comments on on her CBS show for making racist comments. Fired. Boom, that's it. You're out of here. If you remember correctly, Roseanne Barr got fired from her own show um, for making tweets on her own personal tweet or Twitter page, and they fired her from her own show. But yet, Whoopi gets 2 weeks suspension. Hmm. So um, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, was more racist? You know, the race baiters or everybody else? So, uh, I mean, after all, Sharon Osbourne uh, is, of course, white. Uh, maybe that she's British maybe helps, but I don't know. Roseanne Barr is, of course, white. I mean, I did enjoy her show back in the 90s, I think. And I never did see the Connors. I kind of wanted to just to see what the heck it was all about, but I thought, eh, yeah, I now got better things to do than that. So, anyway, <laughs> something else I, I realized that the hypocrisy was was in the difference between the... Uh, um protest groups, of course we all know about antifa and b l m uh antifa which is hero hero, hero- heroously oh my gosh <laughs> hilariously uh counterintuitive or whatever i mean hypocrisy with with them is uh, just you know goes to eleven they are an anti fascist group who uses fascist tactics. I've have seen them face to face, toe to toe. I've seen what they do. Um, part of fascism is con- trying to control the speech of the other person. That's what they do. If, I've tried to speak to them um, with common, you know, civil tongue. I've tried to tell them my opinion, my pew, trying to find an equal ground. And if you don't, if you don't agree with them exactly as they say, then they're going to shut you down. They're going to yell at you, scream at you, curse at you. Um, blow those air horns at you, um, and many, many times use force if necessary. And usually it is, I guess, to their opinion. It's even said on their webpage that if all else fails, use violence. And they seem to lean toward that. And there's proof of that. I mean, they hate everybody. Um, Well, maybe not blacks, but it's kind of funny because they really strongly, I guess, for the, you know, Go for the, the, um, the anti-cop thing. BLM, of course, is anti-cop. Um, you know, they go for the defund the police. And Antifa has also come up across this, um, this is their words, all cops are bastards. That is a big thing in Portland, Oregon. And, and the interesting thing about that is, is both Antifa and BLM has killed people in their protest, burned thousands of buildings, even some buildings owned by black people. They have destroyed, burned cop cars, hurt people, burned. Uh, Try tried, they tried to kill police officers, federal police officers. They've done what six months? I mean, remember, remember the summer of love? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mostly peaceful protesting. Remember that? That was Antifa. That was BLM. However, the news media looks at. Oh, here come here we go. The right leaning domestic terrorist groups of Oath Keepers of. Proud Boys. Ooh, yeah. Um, I was, I've been to several Oath Keeper meetings, um, and they <laughs> the Oath Keepers are actually the modern-day um, militia group, if by some weird chance. Well, you've seen the movie um, Red Dawn. In Red Dawn, um, a, a conglomeration of Russian in, I think, venezuelan or there's some socialist countries try to invade america well in today's world with oath keepers instead of a bunch of teenage kids trying to defend america oath keepers would, would kick in line would, would come uh, uh, online so to speak and fight against people on our own ter- on our own ground that's they are like the last line of defense so when you hear oath keepers mentioning about or you know the media t- saying oath keepers are a right-leaning terrorist group no no, nothing could be farther from the truth. Anybody out there, especially all you in the living, living out in, in Europe or anywhere else on the planet, no, Oath Keepers are not a right-leaning terrorist group. No, they're not domestic terrorists. No, they, they are not. They are right-leaning, but they are not a terrorist group. They're a defender's group. That's what their whole thing is, is to defend the United States. And most of, a lot of the Oath Keepers are combat veterans. Most of them, yes, they're older. They've been around. They've been through a few. They've they've seen some heat, but no. They are of course they are not domestic terrorists. With Proud Boys, I've never been to one of their meetings. Um, I've met a few of them. They seem nice. Um, the only thing is, I guess they're a little bit more rough around the edges. I guess they like to drink, uh, maybe sometimes a little too much, but they are very strong patriots. Uh, I tell you this. Um, I went to a um, there oh a year or two ago at least in uh, Salem, Oregon, I went to a, um, I, there was a BLM thing going on, uh, in uh, the Capitol and right just a few blocks away, there was a, uh, a, a, um, proud boys march going on. And I thought, what the heck? I'm going to, I'm going to juxtapose this, these two groups. So I went to the, uh, the Capitol to see the BLM group and I never felt so uncomfortable, so scared in my life. I mean, these people seem to hate, hate. I mean, for people who seem to be loving and tolerant, I felt my skin crawl. I mean, I didn't even go into the thick of it. I just kind of got to the edge and looked around, took some pictures. and It's like, wow, you hate whites, more or less. I mean, there are some white people in the in their groups, of course, but I'm guessing they're self-hatred, I guess, because they, you know, because they say, okay, black lives matter, they say, and if you say all lives matter, they say, oh, no, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. So it's like, okay, so that means until only black lives really matter, no lives can matter. Um, and that right there is racism. If you think that only black lives matter first and everybody else comes in second, that's racism. I mean, purely that's racism. Anyway, after I felt very uncomfortable and really in fear of my life, I quickly moved out over to the uh, Proud Boys group. I felt much more comfortable there, much more. They were carrying American flags. They were carrying Oregon State flags. Most of them uh, were actually carrying weapons, pistols, and a few rifles, which made me feel very comfortable because I knew that, well, (laughs) in Oregon, you, you have no choice but to... You you can't just buy a weapon anywhere and just carry it around just for the willy-nilly. You have to, Oregon law with come to guns is very detailed and you have to, you know, have certain things. Anyway, I do have concealed license permit. I do own a, a weapon. Well, I prefer not to call it a weapon because it's only a weapon if I'm threatened and I'm not threatened, but I do. I like to have one. And if you ask me why I do, it's like, well, this way, you have an, do you have a fire extinguisher? I'm sure you do somewhere in your house or maybe in your vehicle. Yeah, I'm sure you do at work. Um, do you use it? No, but if you have a fire, I bet you're glad you have it anyway. So, uh, I felt much more comfortable and believe you me. Um, I sat, I found uh, at the black lives matter rally, um, everybody, not, not everybody, many, many, many people there were a people of, of color so to speak some white people there uh, but with the proud boys it was a mixture i saw whites blacks hispanics asians I mean, it was a it was a mod podge of races all boasting and carrying the american flag and and you know loving god and loving their, their country and it's like wow this this is what america's supposed to be like not the people who hate america it just it's mind blowing to me I've noticed that, um, with the, uh, with the news media, um, with, uh, if they try to confront like Biden recently, um, Biden, if they, if, if the news media actually gets some cojones, marbles, whatever, a backbone, uh, and, and actually confront Biden on something he's done or said, and it, and it comes back to bite them. You know, Biden, well, it's the media's fault because they're holding us back. We could be doing this or doing that, but it's the media, it's the media, it's the media. However, if the media worship him like they usually do, well, the media said this and this, so it's got to be right, it's got to be true. The media said this. Even Fox News is, is for supporting me. And Fox News does that sometimes. As I've said before, Fox News has changed a lot uh, over the last few years. They are no longer the good conservative news source that they used to be well not really good but a form of conservative news source they're not now they're just a now they're just a right-leaning branch of the uh leftist media uh hand i mean if you look at your hand you know you got your finger finger and your thumb all on different ends but they're coming out of the same hand well that's that's fox right there just on a different side of the hand from from cnn or msnbc but uh, so it, it just you know that just um, yeah <laughs> it, it just blows my mind how uh, they, they can do it that way now um now granted Trump also he actually did come out and say CNN sucks which CNN does suck they are not a real news source they are a um, a meet, a hand puppet a, a a a watchdog for the leftist and the Democrat Party because um, it was said that when uh, when when Trump. Uh, was giving that speech about, hey, people at January 6th, you know, go home, go home. And also when they had the um that North Carolina riot, when people that person got killed and they were trying to knock down the statue, uh, they said, well Trump never did never did put down um the white supremacists. And the funny thing is, yes he did. If if the if the media would have actually heard or not I'm sure they did hear, but they cherry picked it. Uh, you know and it's the same thing with everything they just piece piece out just what they want for their very biased narrative anyway uh, and uh next thing here is um the politicians adhere to the china virus and that's what it is china virus <clears throat> to the mandates only when it applies to little people like you you know especially if you're if you live in this country if you're an american you, you cute little peon, you cute little minion. You know, if you look at your your, um, especially if you're in a Democrat-controlled area, you can watch your your uh, you know uh, your adoring leaders go to uh, restaurants and parks and concerts and not wear any masks. But by golly, if you are go someplace and if you're not wearing a mask, you better watch out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just how it is. Uh, now. So, of course, they're going to be hypocritical on that because, well, they can be and they make the laws. You don't. So there, take that. This one here has coming up more and more, which I think is really weird. And again, one of those really hypoc- hypocritical things. For a long time, women fought for their rights, equal rights. And, I yeah, equal rights are great for women, of course, duh. But what do you consider equal rights? Um for all women, I mean, women have, I, I don't know any place that actually says no women allowed. Um, And it's the idea of women getting paid more than men. I mean, men getting paid more than women. Um, no, I mean, I've lost, actually, I've lost two or three jobs to women. So you tell me who's got more rights. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, way, men don't get paid more. No, I, I don't believe that. You can bring up the stats, but you know, as we know from allegedly climate change, stats can be changed. But uh, the funny thing is that with women's sports, women, there's some wonderful athletes out there. Wonderful athletes. Women do an awesome job. and It's a pleasure to watch them compete. However, with this gender thing going on, so a man can say that, uh, gee, I think today will be a woman. And then go compete in a woman's sport. You think the feminists would be all, all, all people over there. You think the feminists would be screaming down the doors. You think the feminists would be like suing people. But they don't. I mean how many feminists do you know actually call these, these people brave souls. How brave of you for being a transgender man I guess. And then when they, these men compete in women's sports they demolish every record. They win every time. That's not feminist at all. I mean, I guess it's even happened in uh in, in 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 the Olympics, I guess. There's been talk about that. I think I even heard about one of the um one of the uh, the athletes being not being allowed to compete because well, no, you're not a woman, you have to be a woman. So I I don't know. <laughs> it's, men do not belong in women's sports. Women don't belong in men's sports. I mean, it's, that's the interesting thing is, is it about competing as a woman or is it about just all for yourself doing it? Because how many times do you ever see women in men's sports and actually doing well? You you don't at all. You don't never. you never ever see women trying to compete in a man's sport. It's always the men competing in the women's sports. Why? Because they can win and get the glory. That's why. So anyway, the last thing I'm going to do about today is for this episode and again, all about the elephant in the room. And again, nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about on... You know, because I, I listen to... On, the, on my radio, the stations I, I listen to um, have both CBS News, Radio News, and Fox Radio News. And in most cases, they all have pretty much the same thing. You know, another little spot of hypocrisy there. It's like um, Fox News, Fox Radio News has this... This, this alert tone they to use when something big happens. And usually... Every time you hear about a Trump child, a Trump child, one of Trump's kids um, under investigation, they let you know it with a big alert tone, you know, news alert. Donald Trump Jr. and whoever else is being investigated for whatever, it's big news. However, and there's really no proof of that at all. However, we know Hunter Biden has got some really shady deals. We know he does. Remember that laptop? Yeah, remember that? With proof Remember his business partner came out and said, oh yeah, he's doing all that stuff. But that the news doesn't cover any of it. Hmm. Even Fox News doesn't. Hmm. Anyway, a little bit off course there, but that's okay. Well, it is, but it's not. So anyway, my idea on the Olympics in China, boycott. I know I'm not going to be watching any of it. Um, I might every now and again listen for Metal Count, but I really don't care we shouldn't be there anyway. Look what China's done. They released this virus. They have kept everything hidden. They won't let us in- investigate the the lab. Um, <laughs> and Fauci. Oh, let me start there. He sure made us. He sure made himself comfortable over there, didn't he? He made himself really comfortable over in China, helping them to to create the virus that. Look what's done to the world. Look what's done to America and the world. It's just—it's outrageous. But I will be boycotting China. I don't intend to see any of it, and I hope you guys don't either. I'm really hoping that. I guess I—I heard on the on a local radio program that some people will be actually, um, watching just to see the commercials. It's like, well, um, maybe, but I don't want to get my TV. Uh, counted in the numbers for watching the Olympics just to see commercials that, that are probably woke I mean how many commercials do you think are going to be glorifying men and women's sports um, how many times do you think there's going to be a Democrat candidate doing a commercial and you know glorifying how good Biden's done with the virus how good Biden's done with the economy and other dumb things Anyway, so uh, I will not be watching the uh, you know, the Olympics in China, and I can't believe it was agreed upon. They actually did it over there. I mean, they've killed people. Um, they, they released the virus. Uh, believe it or not, I, that's what I believe. And and they helped. Well, they helped um, the hunter. They helped Biden get elected. I mean, my belief. There's a lot of a lot of shady deals there with uh, Ukraine, with China, with Bidens. The Biden and family. So anyway, uh, with that, let's see here. Yeah, I think that's about it for now. But um, my friends, uh, thank you for all your new listeners. Thank you. And uh, again, if you want to get a hold of me, contact me for any reason. It's watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Again, sorry for the scratchy throat. I've been sick part of this week. I'm just coming now back from it. I feel much better than I sound. And if you uh, again come back next time and listen to the next one, uh, again, uh, please send me your comments and questions for a future episode, which is going to be about, um, which is going to be about school teachers. And I'd like to hear some questions about that. Which some good questions to ask a school teacher. I'm going to bring on. Anyway, this has been from a particular point of view, and I am Dale. Everybody have a wonderful day, and get uh, you next time.